Thank you for listening to the Folk Podcast. If you would like to become more involved with the Wisdom of Odin community, please think about donating to Patreon. At the lowest tier, you gain access to our community Discord. Uh, the next tier, you gain access to live streams. And of course, at the final tier, you gain early access videos, as well as your name in the end credits for all Wisdom of Odin videos. Thank you so much for watching, and thank you so much for whatever support you're able to provide. Hello, my name is Jacob, and I'm a Norse pagan. And welcome to episode 50 of the Folk Podcast. And not only is it episode 50, it is our one-year anniversary because we missed two weeks. So therefore, normally we'd be on episode 52, but we're on episode 50. I think it worked out just great because it's episode 50. It's our one-year anniversary, and that's pretty darn cool. Um, so, gentlemen, congratulations. We made it through a year. Honestly, I feel like this is like the hump like for most podcasts. Like If you can make it past the year mark... You're solid. Like you're in the like the top five percent of podcasts in the world, or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it is kind of weird actually to think about. It. I didn't realize that we've been doing this for a year because it doesn't really feel like it, honestly. Yeah, I agree. It's it's like didn't feel like it's been that long, and then like now that I think about it, you know, we started this podcast a few weeks before we went to Kentucky. Yeah, for our first gathering, that at least for you yeah. and I sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was looking at it, and then um, like the after the gathering podcast was uh, where we did it with Chris, and that was October fourth, um, and that was episode eight. So we did this like kind of I, I think it was like six weeks before um, the fall gathering last year. And first off, it's hard to believe that that fall gathering last year was nearly a year ago now, too. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. it is crazy. A lot has happened in the past year since then. That brings us into the today's topic, because for anyone wondering um, what we're actually going to be talking about today, I mean, really, this is, you know, I don't want to call it like a, you know, an ego boost episode for us. I, no, this is reflective episode. That's it. It's a reflective episode for us here at the Folk Podcast. And I hope you enjoy it as well. Um, and for our new listeners, maybe this will give you an idea to go back and listen to previous episodes, um, because I know it's kind of hard to start into a podcast. Do you start with the newest episode and work your way down? Or do you just go ahead and start with the oldest and work your way up? It's always hard to describe, you know, to decide. I know that it is for me when I get into a podcast. Um, so maybe this will give you an idea because we're going to both reflect on episodes we've done in the past, uh, maybe some funny bits along the way, but also where we all are personally, because we're all in very different places than we were a year ago when we first started this podcast. Um, and again, one of the crazy things for me, I mean, I just had the two year anniversary of the wisdom of Odin and now I'm having the year anniversary of the folk podcasts. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but gentlemen, so like, you know, just right off the bat, like, what are your thoughts? I mean, one year, how, how are you uh, feeling? Well the first thought that I had, I think it's funny how we've come as far as recording. I mean, obviously, Jacob, you've got the, the YouTube, so doing a podcast was probably much easier to dive right into because you're not, you know, your face isn't out there. It's just your voice. And, you know, it's a lot easier to edit and everything like that. But I remember the very first episode that we did, the three of us, we were just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Our voices were shaky, you know, and it's just like, uh, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't know what's going to happen or or anything like that. We just, I remember specifically when we were kind of doing, <laughs> we were doing the intros for all of us. And I can't remember, we kept saying like, oh, this is for some reason we were like, we were on a news like anchors. So they were just like, yeah, coming at you live. Like some dumb stuff like that. And I remember 
all of us just could not really like three of us kept saying the same thing over and over again because we couldn't come up with something because we had no idea what the hell we were doing. <laughs> oh, this is the first thing that popped into my head. We kind of like reflecting back on the very first one compared to like now, you know, we can just jump right in and you know sometimes we've knocked out multiple episodes in one go i mean jacob you and i have knocked out what four in one go i think our i think our highest was three i think that's when we did um kai oh no that was like okay that was the weird combination because i think we did kai yep and then we did uh claire and then we were on forrest's podcast yeah you and i did two with him yeah yeah no that was crazy um i i don't think my brain ever came back from that day shirt how are you feeling how are you feeling after years? Man, yeah, after a year. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've grown a lot more than where I started, you know, because I was still new, <clears throat> still am new, you know, to this, but like I was fresh, freshly new then, um, straight out of Christianity, straight from being a preacher. And now it's, I've been a full year into being pagan. And so definitely is different. Definitely feels better. Uh, more freeing, more relaxed to uh, sometimes uh, the different gods and goddesses and land material and stuff that come to you and you work with. It's just amazing the difference in life styles that I have now compared to where I was a year or two years ago. Well, Baker, besides the fact that your beard has tripled in length, how are you feeling? <laughs> Other than the broken arm, I feel pretty good. Yeah, well, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that yeah. again. Yeah, I don't recommend you know falling off of ladders. They don't feel good. See, I always heard don't walk under them. So you're telling me I shouldn't fall off of them. Yeah, don't fall off of them. It See, my mom got me all confused. Like, is it bad luck to walk under them? And then, like, do you climb it afterwards? Like, I just don't understand ladders. <laughs> Um, but it's it's a wild thing to think back on. I mean, it's that every everything's the amount of things that have happened in the last year is wild. Um, I mean, even going back to when we started the community, that just doesn't feel like it's been a year. It feels like it's been a lot longer. I mean, shit, we just did the uh, like uh, well, it feels like we just did it, but back in March we did our like one year anniversary of the first gathering where we went back to the yeah, same house um that was wild that was was like i the the emotions that day were bizarre Mm -hmm. just how much has changed and then ian crashed the party too well i mean it wasn't just me eric was there too so oh yeah damn we didn't we didn't get eric the thing i think of so much on that is that ian was trying so hard to find bones and antlers and every time me and me and eric would walk out oh there's another oh there's another one it's like sons of bitches yeah, hey, like I said, you, you know, I was Santa Claus I would, bag of antlers. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, though, I watch. It's going to be funny when I find a whole a whole skeleton. And what did I do? I found a whole skeleton in the Ozarks on my way back. Yeah, it didn't have antlers, <laughs> though. That's true. It was a doe. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Uh, so, Ian, for you, I mean, you're out of the military now. Oh, can we talk about that? Or are you like, are you yeah, under contract? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're growing yeah, a beard. Like, so I'm still, I'm like still I'm, technically, yeah, like, I'm still technically in. Um, for those who, who are in the military or who are who have left the military, um, they'll know what this term is. I'm on my terminal leave, so whatever days of leave that I have left, um, I basically take them all until my actual date of separation, which isn't until September. 
So basically I'm on like my, an extended vacation until I'm done. So yeah, right now I'm actually at my grandparents' uh, lake cabin in Minnesota and I've been staying out here for a while. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'll be moving out this way full time um, relatively soon, but yeah, a lot, a lot has changed even, yeah, in the year for me too. <laughs> I mean, shoot, that was the last three weeks <laughs> for you. Yeah pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was the last three weeks. I complete change in, uh, in lifestyle and everything like that. And yeah, it's been, it's been pretty wild, but yeah, coming back here has been nice to kind of just chill and relax and get myself focused on what's next how about them trees Ian? oh the entire time you were in new mexico you were like i don't have any trees oh yeah it's it's been great there's a massive uh oak tree that's got to be several hundred years old at least uh right in front of the cabin and it's something you know like i grew up playing on we attempted to build a tree house in it years ago um we've had swings uh from one of the bigger branches that we would swing off into the lake and stuff like that so it's it's interesting to come back to something like that after not being around it for you know almost 10 years nothing has really changed that's the other thing like there's still stuff in drawers that i'm just like oh those haven't moved in like 20 years (laughs) okay so how is it being out of the desert Oh, it's nice. I can like walk around barefoot in grass and not have to worry about getting what some people call hitchhikers or the little prickly seeds that kind of come off of some of the plants and stuff. Goat heads, some people call them. Those things are evil. But yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice being somewhere where it's temperate and there's real green grass and it's not weeds and there's trees and it's windy, but it's not like that bad because all I hear is leaves rustling right now. So no, no tumble weeds rolling across the street. Nah. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good to be back in this area. I really don't know how I would live without trees. Like the fact that people exist in a place without trees is baffling to me. Like <laughs> where do you where do you get your air? <laughs> yeah, right. Steal the air from other people. I see how it is. <laughs> um, so of course with the wisdom of Odin, um, you know, the wisdom of Odin has changed a lot. Um, but I mean that, you know, we can talk about numbers and analytics for the wisdom of Odin all day. I mean, it, it, it's pretty crazy how much it's grown. I mean, I think when I, we first started the folk podcast, the wisdom of Odin had like 8,000 subscribers and now it has 45,000 subscribers, (laughs) which is just absolutely insane. Um, and then of course we are still the number, uh, last time I checked, still the number two, uh, spirituality podcast in the Czech Republic. I wear that more with a badge of honor than I do the (laughs) 45,000 subs for some reason. It just like, I mean, I'm like right next to the Czech Republic right now. And, uh, in Germany, I I really feel like I should have went there and I feel like they would have come out like the red carpet, like Jacob from the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yep. And we're also number eight in, I think, the Netherlands. Heck yeah. I'll take we're that. in the top 10, uh, I believe, is the highest we've gotten in the Netherlands. I mean, one thing that I, I, I wrote down to make sure uh, to, to bring up is the, is the fact that I, I really do feel like what we are as the folk podcast has not changed. And I think that is the most amazing thing. 
even though we all four have been on different paths, different journeys, um, we're all four different people than we were when we first started. Um, I will definitely say all of you were more confident talking on a microphone, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I feel like the core value of what the folk podcast is has not changed. I mean, we're really just four people, four Norse pagans hanging out on Sundays talking about Norse gods. And I feel like that really hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, if anything, our subjects, you know, have progressively gotten more advanced, I would say. But I mean, that kind of comes with a progression as far as, you know, what we are about. And just within our own practices and stuff like that, too, like you progress. So therefore, you start to get into deeper things and stuff like that. So. I will also say we kind of got into some interesting subjects. Like I'm going through our episode list. Um like very early on, we were talking about like, of course, we had advice for new pagans. We had that episode's lessons from the gods, but then we went right away, and then we had uh, Blade also Babushka brought in episode five. We talked about transcend meditation like right off the bat, mm. and I actually am kind of proud that we decided to tackle things like that. And then we had Amanda uh, come in episode six, dreams and visions. We talked about like that the next episode. Um, and then we even brought on, uh, Dana, um, from the, uh, shadow moon, Witch YouTube, who talked mm-hmm. about, uh, pagan witchcraft, lunar cycles and more divination. So we, we, we weren't really, you know, it wasn't just vanilla stuff right away, which I, I really appreciate, uh, personally about the content we've made, um, is that we, we, we didn't stick to that, the basic stuff right off the bat. Yeah. I yeah. feel like we kind of bounced around. A bit like we would hit some basic stuff and we would hit some stuff that was kind of like I would say like uh in, not in like novice, yeah not novice here but like somewhat like journeyman tier kind of stuff. And we hit that uh we hit that Sather magic topic pretty early too, I think. Yeah, I think that was like episode six. Eric almost what episode 13, episode 14, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Eric Eric was pretty early because he was one of our uh first guests we brought on from the email. Yeah, it was the first. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, because uh, episode ten we had Anthony from My Norse Pagan Journey, um, and then episode eleven was um, Eric uh, say their magic yeah. on the island of Nantucket. And I, I personally always loved that name, say their magic on the <laughs> island of Nantucket. Like I feel like that deserves way more credit. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like a like a lifetime special on you know NBC or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, the name of the yeah. quest. Yeah, uh, it's just crazy how that episode turned out and how fun it was talking to Eric and, and getting to know him more and more as we progress. And then it's how much of a friendship that we've uh, we've built with him since then. Yeah, that man has like twice my size and has like tried to like basically make him, me give him a piggyback ride. And I'm like, what is this relationship I have with Eric? Like it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, like or Eric is more and he's just like, yes. <laughs> Eric to me is peak pagan aesthetic. Like if you haven't watched one of my videos where Eric is at a gathering, you need to. I think um, the spring gathering, he's in that video. Um, I think that's the only one he's actually, no, he's at the, um, the Yule gathering as well. He's in that video. And basically anytime he's on scene, even though this guy is a total goofball and just all over the place, like he is the most serious practitioner in some of these scenes, you know, he's got the Floki vibes. He's tall. He's always like in the moment. It's great. I love having Eric around just for the aesthetics. Just for the <laughs> aesthetics. He's a great person too, but the aesthetics of having Eric around. Premium. Oh Yeah. 
Um, and then episode 12 we had on, uh, which Ian, you never got to talk to him still, was uh, was Myron. Yeah, yeah uh, Myron, I wouldn't mind having him back on. If he he held us a while back and wanted to get back on. I don't yeah, know, I, I think there was some sort of conflict in like the schedule. Yeah, I think we had him once. Like the idea was to have him and Chris on at the same episode and then it, that failed. Um, and then we never followed up. So I think, you know, in the future of the of the channel, I definitely want to get Myron back on because, I mean, I feel like we could have talked to him for another hour. Um, so yeah. I, I would love to get him back on. Yeah, I wish I had been for that one. Yeah, that was when some friends of mine had gotten into uh, a really bad car accident. So I wasn't on. Oh, that's that right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then we had your boy Raul on episode 14. I need a message, yeah. Raul. Is he doing okay? Is he doing a message, Raul? Uh, Last I talked to him, he was sure. Uh, message Raul. Oh, yeah. Message him right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nine. It's eight o'clock in Spain right now. I know. I have talked to him a little bit since I've been in Germany, though. I have checked up on him. He's just busy right now. Um, yeah, but, I think he started school again. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, uh, episode fourteen, Bragging the God of Music. We brought on Raul, which is a uh, Spanish Norse pagan, um, and you get to hear that sweet Spanish accent the whole time. <laughs> we have had a lot of international people on the podcast. Well, yeah, because we had Claire is from Netherlands. Netherlands. We have Raul from Spain. Anthony, I mean, he's American, but he's in Germany. Um, Nick from South Nick. Africa. And then Terry from the UK. Yep. We need to get on Adam from the Aus- uh, Aussie land. Yeah, we need to get yeah, we need to get some of the Aussies on here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else we've had. I think I'm missing. We're missing somebody. I'll, I'm sure we'll come. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry. We've had no, Terry. Yeah, 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 we from said Guy- Terry. England. Yeah. There was yeah. somebody else that I believe we had from another Central Europe country. I can't think of who it is now. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll come back. Yeah, I don't think Claire is from like the Netherlands or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claire, yeah, Claire is from the Netherlands, and I have it. That's the one that me and you, I think, have missed. Caleb. Yeah, because we did Claire and Kai mm-hmm. the first time around. Yeah. Um, well, I guess like Kai isn't necessarily from another country, but again, he came from the Native American perspective. I, maybe that's what I'm thinking of um, because it was such a unique right. conversation. Yeah. Um, now, one thing I definitely want to bring up, um, we're right at the, uh, the 17 minute mark. So this is pretty early in the episode. I know a lot of our listeners are in the military. Um, and if you have it, check out episode 17. Um, we did it with Kaoden, um, who works in the U.S. military, specifically with Norse pagans and heathenry in the military industrial complex. Um, and we have an entire ultimate guide to Norse paganism and heathenry in the military. where We talk about things like beards oath rings, altar boxes, what resources you have access to, what you're allowed to do in the military. This is what, uh, to me, this episode is one of the most important we've ever done because it's so it's so much in the real world that this is here to really help people. So if you're in the military and you haven't already, check out episode 17. I mean, I really can't, I, I think I've mentioned this several times on the YouTube channel as well. Um, mm-hmm. Like we talk about so many great topics that I know I still get questions about all the time. Yeah, that was that was a good one to do because yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I think it, it it's one of the most informative ones that we had regarding yeah real world uh, applications and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it didn't even just uh, encompasses military, it encompasses work life too for you know those of us who are civvies as the military likes to call us, and mm-hmm. uh, you know when we're at work or if you're a blue collar worker like I am, you know sometimes you gotta take precautions and stuff like that unless you work at a brewery that nobody gives a crap 
Yeah. I feel like the brewery yeah. is like the place to be a Norse pagan. Like, I, I, like, brewery. how could they care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I got hired on, I told my boss, like, hey, so I'm in this Norse pagan group and I help organize like gatherings and things like that. So it's like, I know you usually have to work X amount of time before you can start asking time off. He's like, dude, if you're in a religious organization, just let me know ahead of time and I'll get it worked out for you. I'm like, right. dude, that's awesome. <laughs> dude, I, I tell you, I don't know if um, Latest told you, he told uh, Ian and I, but his new job, he's mm-hmm. working in a hospital right now. Um, and they're actually giving him like work credit to go to these events because he is a, an organizer and they're counting as community service because they're mm-hmm. religious events. Um, and they were super stoked about it. And yeah, uh, he's getting like some kind of work credit that also counts to like his overtime or something like that. Like he's getting paid to go to these gatherings essentially. It's something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Right. Like, and uh, like, that's the thing that I, I honestly always reinforces the fact that, you know, we're still this like loosey goosey non ordained religious thing <laughs> like we're like i don't know what we are really we're really just a bunch of people that get together and like worship but at the same time it's really cool to see that that's still getting recognized like we don't need that piece of paper for people to get recognized just tell people like hey i got a religious thing be real with them like obviously you don't want to be mm-hmm. a jerk and try to get you know like i know like, i think it's the troth has like 127 holidays or something like that like don't be that guy that's like i need 127 days off you know like if you're just trying to get days off you're not doing it for the right reasons but if you're legitimately like hey i have religious events i go to once every four months and they mean a lot to me i need four days off for every four months i feel like most jobs are going to be okay with that just be open about it Mm -hmm. yeah i feel that that's like one thing that i've been now that i am no longer in the military and looking for like you know, going into that civilian job machine, uh, that is definitely something that I've been like looking at. It's kind of like, oh, okay, how realistic would it, you know, be for me to be able to like kind of say something like that and they'd be cool with it. So I've actually been facing a lot of like job search for off of that, which is kind of, you know, could bite me in the ass, but could not. We'll see. <laughs> Another thing about the brewery is I've actually found a lot of pagans that are there um, that were already working. Um, the guy that I'm getting ready to, which now that we, now that I broke my arm, we actually have the people, uh, that we needed on packaging so I can go back into the cellar. Like I've been told for like the last month. Um, so now I'm shadowing him at work. Um, it's the only thing I'm allowed to do. Uh, and then whenever this thing or here gets peeled, I'll finally go back with him, but he's actually a pagan. uh, grew oh, up nice. like Catholic and then has been, he got interested in like the, the mythology and stuff and, started asking me all kinds of questions once he noticed like my tattoos and the uh the necklaces that i wear and things like that that's awesome i think he's been for a few a few years i can't remember exactly i think i mean that's been one of the things that surprised me about just being a norse pagan and being active in the pagan community is how many people like just don't even go online and just do their own thing i would say more than half of pagans i encounter in the wild are not even plugged into the internet like they're not mm. on Instagram, they're not on Discord, they're not on YouTube. Like, you know, especially when I meet pagans in my hometown and, you know, like, I don't know, I'm just like, I, I film videos on Norse paganism in the town you live in. And you like, how have we not connected before? <laughs> uh, but most of the time they're like, oh, I'm just never on YouTube. I'm not ever on the internet. And it's, you know, it's crazy. There's so many people. And I, I think Norse paganism really is a kind of a path that leads you not to be on the internet, just in general. Yeah. Hashtag go outside. Damn straight, go outside. <laughs> <laughs>
but no, you're absolutely correct because like since I've started, I've noticed more people in my small town here in Woodville uh, that there's quite a few more pagans than I thought. And they yes, I don't I'm still kind of waiting to have that like that experience. I'm sure I'll have it while I'm here just because you know I've talked about it in the past, you know, being from a, a area of the United States where it is primarily people of Scandinavian descent and everything like that. Uh, I'm very curious to see what I come across. And obviously I haven't really gone too far back into the city since I've been here because I want to be out at this lake and in the cabin away from society. Um, but it, it's kind of funny, the first morning that I was here, um, my you know i was asked for coffee and everything like that and my grandmother said she's like yeah there's like cream and sugar if you want it but we're scandinavians in this household we drink our coffee black and i was just like yeah I'm back <laughs> welcome home, home. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well let me tell you i had that pickled herring or whatever it was while i was here oh, and shit. and it's like a danish thing and it Are was you like talking about the chute, that like no. fermented it wasn't the fermented herring it was pickled herring it's yeah, so, that's that's pickled herring. That's a good thing here. Ugh. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. It honestly tasted like cold, slimy ham. So, I mean, cold and slimy don't usually go well together, but it, it wasn't bad. Yeah, no, um, it was kind. Of, it, it, like it was more like an oil. It was more like it was just seeped in oil. Like if you took like a scraper, you could scrape oil off of it. It was. Uh, it depends on how you on how you pickle it. There's, know, there's yeah, how the, you pickle your hair. Yeah, there's the, of course the guy in all the crafts and know how to pickle everything. Well, I mean, I grew up eating that stuff here. <laughs> there's the cream sauce one. There's the. Vinegar, oh, I bet you pickle your herring all the time, Ian. <laughs> That's a Minnesota euphemism right there. Yeah. Oh my. Euphemism, eh? hasn't come back yet at least i don't think it has oh yeah yeah um one thing we did i didn't mention from the very beginning of this reflection is the lost episode with jason rolls yeah that was what that was supposed to be supposed to be episode two two. and then it turned into like what episode five yeah yeah it turned into episode five yeah no 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 uh no, it was less than episode four. Uh, we revisit the last okay. episode with Jake, uh, Jason wandering Idrisil to discuss what he's learned since filming two weeks ago. That's right, because yeah, he was supposed to be the second one. Yeah. And then, yeah. then that's when we decided that's we were going Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here, here's your PSA, folks. If you listen to the folk podcast and you're like, man, I really want to start my own folk, po- my own podcast, don't use Skype. Just don't do it. Zoom is so much better. Pay the $15 a month and just use Zoom. I mean, we have never, ever, knock on wood, had a problem with Zoom. And not only does it record um, directly to the computer as soon as you log out of the episode, boom, it's there. Um, They actually backlog the episodes. So you can go back and re-download stuff if you miss something, whereas Skype kind of records things sometimes. <laughs> Not to mention the, the audio quality. Yeah, and the audio is all up and down. Like Zoom, I hardly ever have to adjust the audio. And then sometimes Skype would just not record audio at all. Like we would just be talking faces. Ugh. Yeah. I hate you, Skype. 
remember that. <laughs> I think the only time we've used Skype since then is when we did um, Oaks and Oaths because he didn't have Zoom on. Oh, computer. that's right. We did it for him and we did it for Nick too, uh, Safa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that is right. Yeah, and it messed up for him too. <laughs> hmm. Like, we it again messed up and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the things you learn like after you know yeah i did the episodes yeah. i tell you i'm really thinking and like don't quote me on this because it would be expensive but i'm really wanting to send you guys these yeti mics because i upgraded to this yeti mic and honestly i've, I've i feel like the quality has been really good um so i'm i'm really debating it maybe it'll be yeah, your yeah. present this year yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeti does a really good job I will say that they're really, really good. No, I don't like this. I don't like the snowballs. The snowballs are kind yeah. of crap. yeah. The snowballs are the cheap entry version. No, yes. that is actually something that now that we're kind of like a year in, because you know when we started this, obviously I don't think any of us knew how long we were potentially going to be doing this. You know, it's always a thing. Like once you start something like this, I feel like you never truly know how long it's going to go for, and we still don't know how long it could it could go for. Um, but that was something that, yeah, like once, once we hit that year mark, it was something that I told myself, like I was going to get a better, start looking into better recording stuff like microphones and headsets and stuff like that. You mean you don't want to use your Turtle Beach headset the entire no, time? No, yeah. For, so for those of Sure, you're using listening. a Sony like gold platinum headset no, like no, right no. now. Yeah, like, yeah but what? it's better because this is, this is like a $300 headset. Yeah, but it's still for like a PlayStation. Like, <laughs> but it works. I can't say much. I've got like I can't even remember what brand this is. They're like hundred dollars gaming headsets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I actually bought these. There's uh, the Skull Candies, like the headset I have on. But mm. the mic, like Ian, you've heard it when I try to play video games with you. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, Mike. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But I mean, it's comfy. I mean, I literally bought these so I uh, for uh, Germany so I could actually like have a comfortable headset so i don't disturb yeah. the germans even though my quiet voice has not lasted I, you can't contain me i am loud well no well i mean you're from the south you're american Whoa, okay it happens i am not from the south i'm from kentucky we remain neutral during the civil war thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean is you're still not texan so there's that yeah, that's not, like Texans. Are you are you qualified as Southern? Are you just your own thing? I feel like I you mean, need to choose. Do you, you have to choose? Are no, you Texan or are you Southern? Well, no, no, no. See, here's the thing. Right. You are a part of Southern because you're Texas. Because Texas was the last standing state, but we're also Texas at the same time. No, no, no. Texas or Southern? Sweet tea no. or uh, like hickory smoked barbecue? Choose. Oh, they both go together. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so you you own Hickory Smoke Barbecue and you appropriated sweet tea from Georgia. It's okay, just admit it. No, no, we didn't appropriate anything. <laughs> we're, we're gonna expose Texas for what it really yeah, is. Texas, on the 50th, new episode. <laughs> Texas episode. exposed. All I all I'll say <laughs> further is remember the Alamo. That's all I gotta uh, say. The steakhouse down on Fifth. Uh, oh, but no, going get... back to the folk podcast, one of my favorite episodes. Oh, did... oh, I see how it is. You're trying to deflect away. You knew you were losing Texas no, there. I wasn't losing <laughs> Texas. Texas doesn't never lose. Okay. Oh. We we don't ever lose. But... Google when has Texas lost? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to talk about sports, that's that's different. But 
no, I was going to bring up the Heath episode with our modern history. I believe that was a really good episode. Mm, the Chronicles, yeah. Yeah, well, Heath's got that, that voice as smooth as mahogany anyways. <laughs> I still hate that I couldn't add on to that conversation because I was trying to drive back from freaking Virginia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you my was. gosh, I forgot about and that. I couldn't talk because I was trying to drive and do that and deal with my wife and kid. <laughs> I was, and then I kept losing signal, and by the time I finally did, the only thing I did was cuss right at the very end of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I people, really? That's the one thing you had to say? <laughs> <laughs> when did, I like, I don't know this, but when did, when was the famous Ian like staircase you uh euphemism Ooh, i think that oh. was probably it was probably advice for new pagans or, i think it was i think it was the it was probably one of the the earlier ones i don't think it was that early it was on. like somewhere between like 10 and 20 though because it wasn't yeah. like right off the bat uh answering your community questions on norse paganism maybe maybe that one yeah. probably was it yeah, yeah it's like a, it's like a staircase it's like a staircase. <laughs> uh, I still need to get that. I'm really curious. Like, honestly, I want to do it as a social experiment to see if this joke actually catches on uh, or as actually as funny as I think it is. Just to make a t-shirt that's like, like just like a staircase, just see how many people buy it. Because the only people that would buy it are people that listen to this po- uh, podcast religiously. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's become the bane of my existence. On it will podcast. always, it will always be the bane of your existence because every time you start stammering or stuttering, that's what we bring up. I mean, the thing I'm honestly super proud of. Um, again, like Podbean's analytics are weird, so I, I think they it, it records them weird, but. According to their analytics, we have a thousand people at this point that watch every single episode we put out, and that's pretty darn cool. Yeah, it's awesome. You guys that listen every episode are awesome. Yeah, like yeah. Email us if we could do things for you. Like I don't know what 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 do you want? Like what can we what can we do for you? Thousand people out there. I know Terry, you're one of them. <laughs> Terry is definitely one of them. Yeah, I'd say uh, that's a good. I would say probably. If I had to guess, number wise, I would say at least two fifty are probably directly from the Discord community. I would say, yeah. uh, and then the other, you know, that's what another seven fifty or whatever. You know, eight hundred to seven fifty are, you know, either probably from the wider range of the community, whether they're coming from the Instagrams or the YouTube, and then. Yeah, I feel like that would be the rest, realistically speaking. Yeah, but it is, it is crazy. I'm curious to see how many people that aren't part of the Discord or yeah, what that ratio YouTube. is. Yeah, like that that they discovered it by simply just searching for something like that on, say, uh, Spotify or iTunes or Podbean. If well, that's what they're using. Like that's what I'm curious about. Is how many people randomly found us? There's well, so let's people. do a little experiment here. Because I think this proves a lot. Ian, when's the last time you watched one of my videos? Uh, I watched the two-year one just the other day. Okay, okay, fair so, enough. Fair enough. I say regularly caught up. Okay, okay. Um, Baker, sure. Well, I don't know. Like, sure. You said you watched the Ratatasker one, dude. The Ratatasker one is so far is my favorite one for your from you. I just I loved it. It was so funny and so great. <laughs> I can tell you had fun enjoy it, recording that. Never caught that squirrel. I'm not, been not. I'm not been very caught up recently. Yeah, <laughs> like no. well, I, I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, barely, I mean, 
Go ahead. It's like whenever I whenever I finally do, I'm just like I just want to watch something mindless, <laughs> just so I can sit back and laugh. Like, hey, that's funny. I mean, dude, that, like that's what like the weird things um, is like. I absolutely love Gordon Ramsay shows. Like, I know there's a lot of drama and flair and all that stuff to Gordon Ramsay shows, but at the same time, it has nothing to do with paganism. It has to do with one of my passions, which is cooking. Um, you know, I, I've worked in restaurants for well over ten years um and you know something about it makes my mind shut off like i don't watch videos on norse paganism i don't watch vikings i don't watch i don't even watch like medieval shows anymore because it's like makes me think about paganism (laughs) you know (laughs) i I need that release so i'm always watching gordon ramsay like if if i'm not like playing video games doing something pagan related or visiting with friends i'm usually watching gordon ramsay because it shuts my brain off (laughs) see for me it's documentaries i i watch the crap out of documentaries yeah I've been trying to like let your videos like build up so I can just go through it. Like when I, whenever I watch stuff, I usually just watch through and through and through. Like I'll go, there's um, a British YouTuber that I watch called Mini a True Nerd. And he's like, he's probably like my favorite like gaming person on there. He's just funny, um, really in the Fallout stuff like that. But I'll go back and I'll watch his playlist. They're three, four, five years old and just work my way through them just because it's just, well, whenever I get on a binge, this is what I do. And I've been wait- I've been letting your stuff build up, so I can oh, just yeah, like yeah. binge right on through. Well, you're gonna enjoy the Ratatouille school. And if anyone's listening to this, haven't watched that video, I, I suggest it. Well, see, you that's... get to see Jacob run around the cemetery looking for a squirrel. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing I love about like episodes like Rod and Tosker, um, you know, YouTube and podcasting are two different beings um, because podcasting really is about repetition. You know, posting every week, staying consistent. Um, you know, if you start skipping episodes, you start losing your, losing your audience. I'm engaging with the audience as much as you can. Um, and again, I'm, I'm so proud and happy that we've been able to maintain that. I hope we can continue. But YouTube is a completely different beast because I knew making a Ratatoska video, this will not be popular. And it's like the six, it's like sixth place out of the last, you know, two months of videos. Like it's doing okay. But I knew that because it's Ratatosker. Who's just sitting there at home one day like, I'm going to school, search for Ratatosker. Like that doesn't happen very often. Most people coming into the faith for the first time are searching about Odin. They're searching about Thor. Um, they're searching about Mjolnirs. They're searching about how do I begin with Norse paganism? You know, they very rarely search about these niche subjects. So you know, as a Norse pagan YouTuber, that you can get more views talking about things like Odin, talking about things like advice. Um, or, you know, again, I know that my five things I wish I knew before becoming a Norse pagan video, it's my most popular for a reason, because it's designed that way, um, because that's how you have to work with YouTube. So Ratatosker and the video, those kind of videos have more special places in my heart because I, I feel like I can be more creative with them. I can have more fun with them. And I know the people watching those videos are really having a good time. Um, so I, yeah, the Ratatosker video has a special place in my heart. Yeah, you're definitely right on the mark with that one because that, so far that's my favorite one. I can tell you really enjoyed it. Okay, that's like the ones that you did for... I, I haven't seen the Ratatosker one yet. Um, but it's just based off of the way that you guys are talking about it. I would say the, the next episode or next closest uh, video that you did would probably be the one where it was like the signs one where you, oh, yeah. you know, oh, just, oh, really? yeah. <laughs> yeah, did these crazy like <laughs> shots of you running like a madman with your face flopping everywhere. Seriously, the looks hilarious. I got that episode filming that. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, it, I it can was, imagine. It was ridiculous um 
no, that one was a lot of fun. Now that one has done really well so far. Um, that one was a lot of work though. Like I don't typically write scripts and I don't typically plan scenes out. It's not really like what I do, like I do, but I really planned that one out. Like, comedy is so hard. Um, you know, I don't like forcing comedy. Um, you know, I like to think that I'm a relatively funny person, but actually creating a comedic sketch is so hard. Um, and so, you know, things like that could go both ways. Like having that scene where I'm like, oh my God, a raven, and then chasing after it. If I don't say the, it, say it the right way, if I don't deliver the rhymes the right way, if I don't edit it properly, um, you know, it cannot be funny and it can definitely tilt towards the cringe side. And I know some yeah. people that still watched it were like, ooh, that's cringe. Like, I know it because that's everyone, uh, you know, hating Pagan's favorite thing, like, ooh, they're kind of cringe. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, like I commented once to one guy, he was like, you're pretty cringe. And I'm like, dude, if I watched your practice, I would guarantee you that the majority of what you do, I would find cringe because that's Norse paganism. Like we don't agree with everyone's practice. Like it's, that's just kind of how it goes. That's, that's the point of kind of Norse paganism or paganism in general is the individuality aspects of it. Yes, you can come together as a group, but your own journey is still your journey. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but to rope it back into um, the podcast and talking about this, um, uh, next on my list of uh, reflection moments is episode 22, Homesteading and Sustainability and Cultivation uh, with Soil Shaman, um, or Matthew. Yes. Um, that, was, uh, that, was that, awesome is, that is one of our most popular episodes um, by far. Um, and I, I think it's because a lot of people are interested in that subject uh, matter. Um, not only was Matt a, a great person to talk to you about this. I mean, he's a wonderful guy. Um, if you don't already, make sure you follow him on Instagram. He's always mm -hmm. posting ridiculous things. He's got funny t-shirts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He, he's a really down to earth guy. Very. Yeah. I, very I feel like, I feel like, yeah, part of it being such a popular video, not only just based off of the subject is just the fact that, oh, hello, Pip. Um, it's just the fact that, uh, you know, I, I feel like once you start kind of going down this path, you naturally kind of find yourself progressing towards like some sort of self-efficient homesteading or, or just something like that to be self-efficient because it, it calls to you a lot more than, you know, something else. Because one, you're becoming more in tune with nature and land around you. Um, so I think, yeah, naturally, a lot of people are very curious about that subject. I feel like it's also very similar to, you know, a lot of, I feel like a lot of people, once they start really getting into the faith and really getting into the practice, once they've been in it for a bit, you know, they start doing a lot of crafting or, uh, you know, uh, collecting of things or making things, growing plants, et cetera. Because there's so many different things that you can do and, you know, help progress your practice by being self-efficient with growing plants or you know honoring the land and stuff like that whether it's with homesteading or crafting your own items and stuff like that it really so begs you just... to work with your hands yeah exactly yeah um so uh the next episode i have uh, episode 26 this is actually kind of rolling into one we did uh very recently um was speaking with kai about native american spirituality and norse spirituality and how those kind of combine 
um, as Kai being from the native Lakota beliefs. And then we recently had him on uh, with uh, Zach from our uh, community and fellowship leaders to talk about um, a growing issue in the native community. Um, and so this, again, I, I think one of those moments, you know, this and the military episode are ones that I'm very proud of. Um, personally, just because I do feel like we talk about really, I mean, <laughs> that one with the Native American stuff was real. Like that was an intense episode, but again, I'm, I'm really glad we talked about it. Yeah, no, I mean, we, as, you know, pagans and, and specifically Norse paganism, uh, there are some similarities to it, but then there, there are differences, but we do need to help other pagan faiths out there because you know that's Christianity's main goal, essentially, is to get everyone to follow Christianity, and as well as Islam. You know, if you look at Islam, it's the same way. I feel like I had a thought there, and now it's gone in the wind. I wonder how many times we've done that, where we're just like, I had a thought, and now it's. Gone. I was just thinking that. I was like, how many times now has it been? Because I feel it, like the, the it happens a lot. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel like as we the, the more episodes we've done, the more often it's happened. To be fair, we don't do a lot of heavy planning for episodes. We, we do really just kind of fly, just like spur of the moment stuff. We fly off the. Cuff. We used to, but now we just yeah. come up with topic ideas or read emails. Yeah, I mean, literally, like when Jacob asks for y'all to email us, like he's not joking. Y'all literally give us the topics we talk about half the time. Yeah, one thing I do, um, I will say that moving forward, I know this is something we all want, um, is actually getting more guests on the show. Um, it's something that, you know, it kind of fell by the wayside, um, just mostly while I'm here in Germany. Um, it's been hard to do the timing. I mean, getting a time alone for myself in German time, Baker in Eastern time, Shirt in Central time, and then Ian in Mountain time. It has been hard to coordinate these things. And so the fact that we've had episodes uh, most of the time I've been here is uh, already great. So um, and we've had a few guests on here uh, this summer as well. But uh, moving into this next season, um, myself coming back next week, um, I think uh, I, I really want us all to sit down and start planning out episodes a little bit more, at least to get more guests on, maybe having Myron back on course getting another episode with eric um and then you know getting digging into the emails getting more people on the show especially a lot of our uh there's been a lot of new people that joined the discord um lately and a lot of them want to join the uh the show as well so getting those people on the show um now one thing i i, I will say that um i'm glad we do and this i think is a broader message for the pagan community is the fact that we don't know something, we don't talk about it until we bring someone on to talk about it. Um, in, in those instances, just like um, the you know Native American spirituality, you know we don't know enough and we don't have ownership enough over North Native American spirituality just to talk about it. But that's why we bring on members of the Native American spiritual community as well as them being Norse pagans to discuss these issues. Um, and you know, and other things like deities we don't know, like bringing on Raul for Bragi or bring on like the you know uh, soil shaman for sustainability you know this is something that i've really enjoyed that we have done um is getting on these people that know more than us because we don't know everything all right yeah i, I think it it kind of goes hand in hand with um actually a a nice little hobble quote that i put up the other day actually on my instagram um let me see if I still have it saved to my phone. I do not. Um, but 
basically it goes along the lines of you know don't speak about things you know that you can't you don't have you know oh what is it what was it i mean i literally posted an entire okay. video on the have them all uh i should know this yeah <laughs> yeah it, it basically goes along the line of if you don't have anything intelligent to say or if, like you if you don't know what you're talking about don't talk about it or you know what i mean like say it's like a wise man he, holds his words and the fool speaks when he doesn't know or something yeah, like that. yeah yeah that yeah. that sounds about right yeah um yeah I, I think that we kind of follow that pretty well i mean yeah there are very few things that we you know that we have potentially brought up that we don't necessarily know a lot about but we've always been very clear on you know if with that we are loosely stating something based off of what we know and it's potentially not that much but then we don't really dive that much further into it um I think the Philgia episode we just did is a great example of that is, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, Ian, uh, you and I probably had the most experience with Philgia, um, but at the same time, it wasn't enough for a whole episode. And then we brought on Darius and we were able to talk about it in more in depth. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. That is a really good example because yeah, there one, there isn't a lot that we have written down that we know about. Um, And yeah, just between, yeah, you and I with our personal experiences, I mean, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you and I are relatively on the same timeline as far as doing Fugia work, about a year-ish. Um, and then, yeah, with Darius, with his experience coming from the Native American side of things, and then combining that with North, uh, the North side of things, yeah, he definitely overall probably has the most knowledge between all of us. And then, yeah, it was enough to... to put an episode together without having you know you and I basically stumbling about you know just saying whatever um you know and that can potentially be dangerous you know in a spiritual practice if you if you say things that you're not 100% sure on or confident on it can cause problems for people right I mean why would we want to talk about that for an hour or two like that is not something I want to do is sit for an hour talking about something I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound enjoyable at all. It was fun listening. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as like having, you know, like we all didn't know and we're yeah, sitting here like yeah, yeah. grasping at straws, like, uh, right. No, like actual practice wise. Yeah. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, kind of going through the list here, um, we also talked to, uh, Ben Oaks and O's, which we already mentioned about pagan parenting, which is not something I expected to talking about with the old Oaks and O's. We, you know, not that the solar masculinity or something like that. We talked about raising kids. Um, and I remember I got critiqued because the first like 20 minutes we talked about mushrooms. (laughs) We didn't talk about kids until like 20 minutes in, but then it was a great conversation, but maybe we shouldn't have talked about mushrooms the first 20 minutes. That's probably not the best lead in to pagan parenting <laughs> i think it yeah right i think it had some sort of tie-in to something that ben experienced i believe uh i think is where it came from that yeah. started it out yeah. and then yeah because you know we usually whenever guests we have you know hey like tell us give your us story. your story yeah and i think that's how it happened and then yeah pagan happy point. hour <laughs> No, that was a good I, one. I, I did enjoy that one. I don't think I was there for that one. I don't remember. No, I think was. it was just Jacob, myself, Caleb, and Ben for that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I think I had something pop up. 
Um, and then there was uh, Getting Wild with Wildlings, another title that I was very proud of, uh, where we had uh, relatively new members to the Wisdom of Odin community uh, join into a conversation. Uh, William and Lindsay, um, who run Wilding Woods, which is a crafting, uh, like a Norse pagan crafting thing where they make all like instruments, I mean, beautiful instruments out of their own, um, like, you know, like sourced wood, like they go out and harvest this wood. So we kind of talked to them about that. Um, amazing members of this community. Again, if you haven't, uh, please make sure you give them a follow, check out their work. Um, you know, they, I think their first gathering was Yule last year, which I guess was, is coming up on a year almost. Um, and then after that, they, they've attended almost every single gathering around them since then. Um, so wonderful members of this community and it's been great. It was great talking to them too. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand, kind of like what we were talking about earlier with like so with soil shaman and the home setting one being a very prominent thing. Like again, I feel like once you get really deep into the practice, you start to naturally branch out towards making your own things, whether it's for yourself or for the community, you know, potentially when it comes to, you know, like with them, it's instruments primarily. You know, I mean, I've seen some of their drums that they've made. The Tolga Harpers are amazing i still am planning on getting one from them so no, one thing we, we're taking down podcast ideas i got an idea for one but i don't know how we would pull it off bring it bring it on what you got um like a live q a sort of thing so i think the only way to do i thought about this too the only way to do it is i i would say limit it to discord would probably be the best otherwise you're gonna get some weirdos um and so you would basically we would create a, a link um and then put it just in the general chat of the discord hey whoever wants to join in we're going to let people in and give you five minutes and you can discuss with us whatever you want and ask us questions and then be like oh thank you for your time and we bring someone else on is i think how we would have to do it yeah that seems the most controlled and concise and not chaotic way Right, because ima <laughs> like imagine me putting that on like the Wisdom of Odin YouTube channel or like Instagram, it would just be like, it would be awful. <laughs> it would be no a bloodbath. There was no, there's no telling who would hop on that channel. First person walks in. Can I worship Fenrir? I've been doing this for two weeks. <laughs> oh boy! I had a dream about a big, bad, scary wolf, and now <laughs> I want to worship him. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. that was an episode. Yeah, we did that episode too. I, I I'm glad we had that real talk. I'm glad we had that talk. I am too because I feel like well, it's so funny. Like even though we had that episode, I believe it was was it is either you or myself had gotten a message from somebody. Yeah, it was me that had literally gotten a message from somebody stating, you know, basically exactly what we were talking about of. You, there, you have to take baby steps. It's just like the staircase. You have to take your first step forward. <laughs> oh, your first step up. Always come yeah. back to the staircase. Yeah, always. Hey, I only come back to it when it's beneficial for me. Usually, I just get roasted for it. <laughs> <laughs> How did you like like the last time we roasted you for it? I made that post on Instagram. It was just like paganism is like an elevator. <laughs> Don't oh, take the yeah, stairs. The one with, you gotta yeah, take the stairs. Well, then we had we had Logan and Mary on, and then you came out. They with, were like, talking the, about the staircase sandwich. Yeah, Logan. <laughs> yes. Beautifully and flawlessly took uh, both of our ridiculous euphemisms, yours being the pagan sandwich, mine being the staircase, and this man just wove the two of them together as if he had come up with the ideas himself and 
not only simultaneously like roasted us, but also was giving some good advice at the same time. That was a work of art, Logan. So shout out to that. I was going to bring up that was honestly like, again, something we, we started to doing. I think it was I started it first with uh, Parker is when we uh, stole him for an episode because he literally came over just to hang out. And I was like, hey, we're about to do the podcast. You want to be on the podcast? And he was like, uh, sure. <laughs> And then, like, I that sounds him. so much like Parker. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, uh, I guess or something. I don't know. And I was like, you should like pretend to be me. I don't know. And then we uh then shared we took we stole your brother as well. We had him on the yep. podcast. And then we had uh and then Logan and Mary when they went and visit Baker, uh, we stole them for the podcast too. Um I need to go visit Ian so we can steal them as well. No, Ian, uh, you oh. were remember uh, when you came and stayed with me when you were on oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that i don't even uh, remember um that would have been back it had to been in march because that's when yeah, it was that was, gathering was was it the the hall and why did we say into the hall oh maybe it was that one it might have been that one let's see march 28th was pagan parenting um we brought in eric again march 21st which was i think after the gathering? that was after let me uh, hold on i have a photo that i uh, yeah, yeah. i of the two of us sharing a microphone we did the hilarious magical off. practices and heathenry oh no because we didn't do that we did that in february it was like late february we did that right i'm ready to say if you're talking about the yeah. when we went back to the original house it was in february oh that's right that's right uh because wandering is self-reliance ian was when you told us about your wandering journey yeah, yeah it, March 1st was when is the photo that I have of the two of us. So was it a discussion uh, on ritual clothing then? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Ian, send me that photo. I don't know if I have that. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I take too many photos. You trying to tongue your mic? <laughs> yeah, just for yeah, the people at home to, to know. Yeah, but that was yeah. it. That was that was it. The the ritual clothing one. I forgot we did that one. Um, uh, other videos I was actually really proud of, um, that, uh, the one right before I left for Germany, uh, where we took a week break, um, was lesser known gods in the Norse pantheon. I was actually really happy with that episode, um, where we talked about like yeah. gods like Sif, Igor, Ron, Vidar, and all these gods the that don't get a lot of, yeah, that these gods that don't get a lot of screen time. I, I, re- I was really happy with that episode. Yeah. Yeah. That one was really interesting. And, you know, cause we did a little bit of research before that. And so all like me, you and Ian were just like storming the internet just trying to dig up anything we could find about some of these lesser known gods yeah and it 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 helped you know with is kind of an interesting thing too like i feel like the longer that not only you're in this practice the longer that we've done the podcast and stuff i have definitely done a lot more research and purchased a lot more books and yeah a lot of the a lot of the lesser known deities that we that i at least brought up was from a book that you have jacob the uh god's own country oh yeah, yeah which is literally just a a book of prayers to various deities there's some rites in there as well as far as like uh marriage ceremonies uh naming ceremonies for children um you know etc but yeah that was one thing that i noticed while when i after i purchased it you know and i went through it in a lot more depth is that a lot of the deities in there were very lesser known and it explains it explains uh you know the kind of explains what these deities are in those prayers and a lot of them were i've you know some of them i had never heard of some of them i've heard in passing um you know whether it's in some of the stories and stuff like that but other than that like a lot of them i was just like 
Uh, who is this? Was was Radatosk in there, Ian? No, he was not. Darn. Um, but yeah, right after we did the uh, Lesser Known Gods video, I took my week off while I transitioned here to Germany. And then we came in with a banger. Episode 39 is a banger of an episode. It was the uh, the Raven, the Wolf, and the Bear, the Many Pathways of Following Odin. That was a great episode. I love that episode. I've actually yeah. listened to that episode. I don't listen to this podcast. I listen to that episode. <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to that one. I think, yeah, I agree. I think that's, that is a really good one. It's funny because I often think about that concept as well. And I've, I've brought it up to multiple people as well. As that, that idea of these three different, you know, personifications as far as the path of Odin. You know, because there are very three different ways that you can go about practicing and learning things and experiencing things. Um, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely thought back on that episode quite a bit and that whole concept fairly often since we did that recording. I don't remember if I brought this up during that episode, but back at the back when we went to the original house for the second time, um, and I was having my shamanic experience while I was wearing the, um, the driftwood snake mask thing that uh, Logan had. And I was sitting there like feeling each uh, different pendant that I was wearing. Each time I would hold a different thing, I would see a different thing and I would like hear a different frequency in my ear. Uh, and whenever I grabbed my Odin pendant, I saw I had three different versions of Odin. And I didn't think of it at the time, but there was like, there was a big berserker looking, you know, bear of a man of Odin. And all this stuff was like tribal looking. It wasn't like an actual person, except for the one that I would more or less say was probably the, the wanderer, like the, like the wolf or the ra- or maybe the knowledge seeker, the raven. There was one that had a very human face and the other two were very tribal looking. I don't remember if I brought that back up. Yeah, I don't remember if I if I mentioned. I don't think I've heard that before. So, I'm pretty sure I thought I told you, but we were all kind of messed up. (laughs) Yeah, it depends on when you told me about that during that weekend, (laughs) whether I remember that or not. Um, But, gentlemen, as we close in, we're actually over the hour mark already. Um, So, one thing I wanted to make sure we covered is where we see our journeys going the next year. What you know, when we sit down, hopefully a year from now. Um, and we're like, wow, we've done the folk podcast for two years. What are you hoping that you accomplished in your own personal paths in the next year? You always start with me. So we're changing it. Oh, I mean, you already started talking. Ah, yeah, you, you chose right. to do it yourself. Ah, uh, fine. <laughs> you took um, that first staircase, Ian. Oh, yeah, you took that first step, step, step on the stairs. In <laughs> <laughs> um, the next year, I mean, for me, a lot of a lot has obviously changed with uh, getting out of the military, and I'm kind of you know beginning a whole new life journey. But I feel like once I finally set down some solid roots back in the Upper Midwest, whether it is you know in Minnesota or Wisconsin, which is ultimately where I'm planning on going. Um, I feel like once I'm back in the, in, you know, in the lands that I grew up in and where my ancestors grew up in, I will probably be doing a lot more ancestral, uh, stuff, which is something I haven't really been, I haven't done really since I've, I've practiced, I've done some, you know, that was, uh, you know, tied into other things that I've done, but now that I'm 
back here and you know just kind of like as I'm looking around you know this area of the lake and stuff you know I, I can remember various times of family members and myself you know cousins and stuff like that running around and then you know the cabin that I'm in right now was built by my great-grandfather who would be 103 years old and then my grandfather then rebuilt it or remodeled it so you know there's a lot of ancestral history just in these parts alone for me so I feel like once I get myself fully settled back in this area of the world um ancestral work is going to be something very huge for me I feel like in the next year sure what you got what are you looking at in the next year for me I, I do want to try to delve more into the magic that's what I've been trying to do uh, with trance and meditation it hasn't worked at all for me uh, but I am going to plan on going to several gatherings where hopefully someone there can put me in a trance um, but other than that is to help some of the people that I've met in my own community grow in their own pagan uh, walk and lifestyle, including some family members. Well, I bet your other family members love that. Oh, yeah, you know they do. <laughs> Baker, how's your next year looking? Uh, preparing for this new, uh, this new baby to be born. Yeah, well, we haven't officially mentioned that on the podcast, you know. So. I know I hadn't. I remember, I remember a few episodes back, I told y'all not to put the fertility dots if you didn't want to be pregnant. Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> well, officially, congratulations, yeah. brother. Yep. Yeah. Congrats. Did you have you um, seen the beard yet? I, I, I can't tell the beard yet in the picture. I mean, it, <laughs> might, it might be, I don't know. Even if it's a girl, I'm just assuming it's there. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a big possibility. <laughs> um, other than that, um, gonna I really want to delve deeper into um, like Philgia work and uh, like realm travel. Like, yeah, I can see Ian over there doing this little eye thing. <laughs> but uh, I've been doing I've done a lot of uh, like ancestor worship and things like that in the last year, and I really want to. I want to do, I want to try to do the realm travel, travel to like hell and try to see them there, things like that. And a step into my domain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just shocked that Sherd's mentioning things like magic after that. All right. I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> magic, that's for communist. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe in that now. So. Only people from people from Connecticut do magic <laughs> yeah yeah i just i wanted to give it a whirl and see I'm, i like i said it's hard for me to get it focused there because i am very very grounded so i just want you all picturing shirt like sitting cross-legged with a shiner block in one hand and like in his other hand is just like a 20 gallon hat <laughs> he's just meditating and floating <laughs> balancing the two Texas like rendition of like serenosis instead of <laughs> holding a torque and a what's his other hand a torque and that's something a torque else. and a snake a snake that's what yeah, it was yeah overalls on <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw <laughs> that's your mantra yeehaw <laughs> oh man 
but as far as uh, me in the next year, um, you know, this year has been a Freya year. Freya has been who I've been working with um, pretty, pretty specifically. Um, something, I, you know, really, I feel like my spiritual path has taken a little bit of a, a sidestep while I've been here in Germany. I've been having a lot of experiences. I've been experiencing a lot of beauty, but I haven't been outwardly practicing very much. I mean, I brought my, my portable altar. I haven't used it once. Um, and I, I don't feel like that's really what this trip was for. Um, so I'm really excited to get back to the gathering space to really start, you know, working on these outward, um, you know, spiritual practices to start learning again. Um, so I think I'm going to continue my Freya lessons this year. And I, I really do think I might continue doing this every year. I work with a different deity primarily to try to get to know it. And maybe I come back around to Odin, um, uh, certainly doing this research for Odin week, which comes out um, next week. Um, doing this research has made me feel more connected to him. I've definitely had some aha moments that has been really great. Um, but I think I'm going to start working with Braggy a little bit more. Like I really want to get into the more poetic side maybe. And I, I'm really starting to debate, debate writing this book um, and getting into it. So working with a god like Braggy while writing a book sounds like a good idea. Um, so I think that's kind of the route I'm going to go. And I don't really know where that's going to take me. Um, but for, for right now, I'm looking forward to the shamanic stuff um, and kind of continuing that. It's just surprising that you don't work with Braggy a lot to begin with because you're a really creative guy. I mean, your whole your whole thing is creativity with, you know, the yeah. YouTube and everything else. YouTube, podcast. You, you started your other channel with the uh, Hobbiton stuff. Oh, the Hobbit Life. Yeah, the Hobbit Life. Yeah, I, I know some people are asking about this. I need to, like, make a decision one way or another. I made that with the, like, vague idea that i was going to have enough energy to make two pod two youtubes at the same time and i was going to do one episode every two weeks um of that but then the the, the reality of that set in um i can i enjoy it like my hugo video i love like i really am happy with how that turned out um so i'm really debating if i'm going to continue that it had to take a, a take a break because i'm not even in my apartment which i don't think that crossed my mind when i started it was that I'm not going to be in my apartment for three months. And so my super perfect minimalist Hugo apartment, I don't have. And so, uh, you know, they had to take a break for that. Um, but I'm not sure. I may integrate it into the Wisdom of Odin and then just have it as its own series, The Hobbit Life, where I talk about it. Um, but I'm not sure yet. But yeah, no, I really, I really enjoyed that creative endeavor, what little I did for it. <laughs> yep. That's why it makes sense for you to work with Braggy. Right, right. Um, but gentlemen, me, you went to you went to art school too, so there's that. Yes, we were saying you used oh, to be a painter. Yes, yes, I did. Oh yeah, because <laughs> and, and some of the older videos with your famous painting of the the, the skillet, <laughs> yeah, the skillet, the food. See, the only reason that it's actually not still in frame is because I don't have a kitchen table at the moment. Ever since I moved into this new apartment, I do not have a kitchen table because I use it as my my office, my my desk. Um, I am building a kitchen table with my grandfather right now, but again, that had to be put on hold while I was in Germany. Um, so hopefully when I get back, we get that finished and it'll go there and then we can have more delicious food paintings in the background of some of my videos. Hey. Um, but gentlemen, this has been a good episode. I'm actually, I was, I'm really happy with how this turned out. It was just a good time. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it. Which after my hour long, well, really my 90 minute long like conversation with a camera about Odin this morning. I really didn't want a heavy conversation to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm over here reading the entire history of like Odin as we know him. And I was like, my voice was dying and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to do the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
but luckily it was our 50th uh, episode and our one year anniversary. Um, gentlemen, it's been great. I mean, it's been a great year. Um, I, I, honestly, there's been times that I am so thankful to have the podcast because it, it, it honestly reminds me what day it is sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, Sundays. <laughs> um, we gotta come up with a topic. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, like Ian, you know, you and I play video games fairly often, but, you know, it's been great keeping up with Sherd um, and Baker, you know, through through everything. So I'm thankful for the podcast and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to another year of it. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll still be doing this when we're 50 years old, but that'll be a weird time. Right. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, you guys remember episode one so long ago? <laughs> Back right. before the aliens invaded. Uh, <laughs> Twenty years later. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Twenty years. I still later, remember at the freaking that freaking Yule, y'all were asking me, so where do you see the community in twenty years? I'm like, I can have grandkids in twenty years. <laughs> I'm not trying to rush towards that. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh well gentlemen let's end this episode and we can always bs afterwards as we always do but thank you all so very much for joining us and as i said we are going to be looking more into emails that you all send us so there has been no better time to send us an email at the at gmail.com let us know what you want to talk about, who you are, and you may very well be on the show coming up. I'm sure we're going to have a little meeting here um, as soon as I get back, um, and we're going to discuss who we're going to have on the show moving forward. Um, I didn't, don't think I actually mentioned it at the very beginning, but if you made it here at the end, and you're one of those listeners that's here all the time. We won't have an episode next week because I am going to be flying back to the United States. Um, so we will just not have an episode next week. We'll be taking a break, but we'll be back the following week. Thank you all so very much, and until the haul. Skull. Skull.